If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Success. I'm Heather Bayer, and I have with me today my good friend and vacation rental marketing expert, Matt Landau. And so delighted to have Matt back with me again. And uh, as you will hear, this is going to be really the start of um, something a little bit new that we're going to be doing on the podcast in 2015. So make sure you listen all the way through and uh, you'll get the the gist of what you know Matt and I might be doing together next year. This is, I need to prepare you for this one, maybe, maybe not, but uh, this is the first podcast I've ever done that is completely unedited. And, and I usually go through every interview, every episode, and and pick out the some of my ums, pauses, ands, um, you know, um, the the little bits of speech that I haven't been able to iron out yet. So you're going to hear absolutely everything today because I'm taking a leaf out of Matt's, Matt's, Matt's book and going completely unedited today. And this is not so much of an interview as just a general chat. I wanted to find out what Matt's been up to. He's um, He's got a couple of um, new and very, very exciting things coming up that uh, that I'd heard about and wanted to share with you. And I wanted to bring him in so that he could uh, explain what he was doing. Now, in my excitement at getting Matt back on the show, I didn't really even do an introduction to him. We just started chatting about me selling out my properties up here and buying somewhere in either the Caribbean or South America. In fact, we were looking at Belize and um, Costa Rica. And then he, he started talking about Panama and maybe I should go down there. And and in fact, so I, I never got around to doing an introduction. So when I got went back to just listen through, I thought there is really no start to this conversation because by the time I'd, I'd hit the record button, we were halfway through. So after you hear this little bit of transition music, we're actually you, you, we will actually just go into halfway through that conversation. But you'll get the idea of what we're talking about. So without further ado... Here we go. Email updates about places real estate seems to be primed. Yeah. Um, so ask them, see what they say. Yeah, I will do. Because, uh, I mean, for us, I want somewhere that I, because I don't want to buy anywhere in the US because we can't go there for longer than 180 days. Right. Um, so that, that's why Belize seems seems nice because they really welcome expats coming to right. a, actually retire full time. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I know people are talking about Ecuador, but that's a long way from here. That is far. Yeah. Too far. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's nice to have choices, actually. Well, you know, Panama is a gigantic uh, relocation destination, so you're more than welcome to come visit. I should should take a look. It, it's not something that sort of came across the radar, really. That would how hilarious would that be? The two biggest bloggers in the vacation <laughs> in the tiny isthmus of Panama. People would think it's like a breeding ground for vacation rental geniuses. Well, it's a bit like San Diego being a, a breeding ground for everybody else. 
Yeah, exactly. We could <laughs> establish Panama as the vacation rental hotspot of the world. <laughs> uh, I should come down uh, there, actually. I should come down for a visit. Absolutely. You're always welcome. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we ought to um, – I've, I've got this recording, actually, just um, so we'll, we'll pick up wherever. Because I, okay. I thought it would just be really nice just to have a chat and catch up and see what you've been up to. Oh. I mean, I know, what you've been, I know what you've been up to, but um, share what you've been up to with anybody out there, you know, the one or two people who don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then, um, yeah, talk about – the the new makeover and stuff and i thought that would be quite interesting i also had an idea matt would you be would you be interested in doing a sort of monthly mashup type of thing podcast yeah i don't even know what that means and i'm interested well it's just you know just get to get just like this just to have a general chit chat about stuff that's going on yeah we can record it and share it with people yeah (laughs) i think it's genius you know it's uh yes because you know, we. I I think we work well together. We come from different perspectives on the business. You're so marketing oriented. I tend to be more operational inside the business. I guess. I guess it's a sort of inside outside thing. Yeah, and if nothing else, it would just be a good excuse to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that. We should we should talk about that. Let's talk about that in the new year. Okay. So I saw this morning you've starting up the vacation rental marketing makeover again yes tell me about it what uh i want to know what was i mean i loved amy's makeover that was fantastic but i know you learned a lot from it and um i i'm betting that the new makeover is going to be a little bit different yeah the new one is going to have a twist and i'm not going to reveal it just yet i'm going to make everyone try to like figure out what it is first Oh, that's interesting. Okay, you go, and I'm going to figure it um, out. So Amy's was a resounding success. I think it was more successful than any of us really expected. And Amy, of course, has a rental in Las Vegas, and I took over her portfolio uh, essentially from scratch. And you know, nine months later, Amy's booked out through 2015. So that was, like, I would say a little bit lucky on both of our behalfs. Um, but in getting ready to do a second makeover, I need to choose a victim. So Amy ended up being the absolute perfect specimen for that project, um, for a number of different reasons, but I am opening up, um, submissions for this new makeover. Um, I'll link, I'll send you the link in a second, Heather, so that people can listening to this can head over and, you know, perhaps participate if they want to. Um, but I'm asking people to submit the best tip that they have taken away from my blog that has generated the most bookings for them. And already I just sent it out this morning already. There's like 25 great tips. So like, that's a, a, an additional reason to head over to that particular link. Um, but I've asked people to submit their best tips and I have asked them to also include a link to their property so that we can all take a look and see what the competition is looking like. Uh, But ultimately, I want to pick a new owner or manager who I can help in establishing a new uh, independent and sustainable marketing portfolio. And the whole beauty of the project is every single little thing that we're working on 
uh, is documented and is shared with everyone who comes to the blog or follows my newsletter. So you get to see uh, step by step, you know, behind the curtain, precisely how each of these um, tips and steps are implemented. And I always thought that that was something that needed to happen in our industry just because it's very easy for an expert to say, oh, go build a website. Um, but it's a little bit more difficult. You know, where do I even start? A lot of people don't even know what, what's the first step. So that step and a number of others are what made the first makeover so successful. And I'm looking to, um, to top that with this second, second makeover. And I'm going to be selecting a winner on January 1st. So anyone who's listening to this before then, head on over and vie for your chance to be the next Amy Fermani. Fantastic. Now, I don't know whether you're going to give up this information, but how, how do you go about selecting? Because you're going to have a lot of people who are enthusiastic and motivated and can't wait for you to get going on their website. What's going to, what's going to make one, one application stand out from the rest? That's a great question. And I think, Heather, you and I kind of know the answer already. And that is someone who has the fundamentals in place, right? They don't need to have their own website. They don't need to have a gorgeous property, but they have the right fundamentals, those characteristics that make up a successful vacation rental professional. Um, So that's stuff like, you know, the right attitude, um, the right professionalism. Do they take the time to capitalize the first letter, the first word of each sentence? Um, Do they have a positive outlook? Are they proactive? Um, those things to me make uh, working with someone a pleasure. And simultaneously, I think in, in interacting with enough successful owners and managers, those are the very same characteristics that ultimately contribute to your success. So while I don't think I have any very specific metrics that I'm going to use like that, I am opening this particular contest, the best tip submitted. Um, I do think that apart from the winner, there are going to be a lot of really excellent submissions and all of those people ideally will kind of possess those traits. So the other little additional bonus that I'm including in this particular contest is that I'm not just going to take one winner. Um, If you're not the one selected for the full makeover, you will also have access if you're one of the next, let's say, 10. um, You will also have access to all the correspondence that's taking place behind the scenes. So that's just another level of intimacy that I think people can really generate from, um, uh, benefit from, sorry. And I well, just came up, I just randomly came up with that on my run and it seemed like a great idea. So I have not tried that yet, but I think it will work great. Oh, I think that, that, that's really cool because the, the, the people that hit that top 10 list are going to show all the traits and, and I think it's going to be tough to choose. So you know, let, if, if I was in that top 10 list and got access into that um, sort of inner inner workings of, <laughs> of this makeover, then, then I'm going to have almost as much benefit as, as the, the outright winner. So I think that, that's a, that is great. I think that's going to encourage even more people to. In the end, I just want to be able to document everything well enough so that even if you're not in that, you know, in that collection of owners and managers – you follow the blog posts and everything becomes suddenly clear. Yeah. So, so in, uh, in Amy's makeover, you use the services of a number of other people, third parties. Um, are you going to be doing the same? 
A little bit less. I want to be able to, to put the majority of the accomplishments for this particular makeover in the owner's or manager's own hands. So this is going to be a great one for anyone who likes to do it yourself. Uh, this is going to be great for anyone who's looking to learn a little bit more about um, you know, independent uh, resources, stuff that you're not, you're not relying on other um, companies or, or rates to, to determine whether or not you have the, the ability to improve your vacation rental marketing. Um, and now would actually be a good, a good time to mention this other report that I'm very close to, to publishing, and it's the cost-benefit graph of marketing activities that are generating the most bookings. And I think, Heather, you were generous enough to participate in that survey that I did a couple months ago. But essentially what I've done is asked everyone that I know inner circle members, readers of the blog, experts like yourself, to rank every single activity that generates them bookings on a scale of impact and cost. And ultimately what I got from that is this very, very, very clear and transparent matrix of activities that an owner or manager can be participating in and pound for pound which of them are generating the most bookings based on the lowest cost. So that's another that's going to be another huge one that I'm going to throw into the mix with this particular makeover. Um, so keep an eye out for that, too. Anything of that that you can share now? Um, yeah, I could open that thing up right now. I'll tell you that I was inspired um, to do this project by a group called the Copenhagen Consensus, which is a very, a very uh, serious sounding name. Um, but it's a group that aims to address the world's issues um, and prioritize them. So their argument, and this is kind of what got me thinking for this particular project, is that if it costs $10,000 to save someone from AIDS and $1,000 to save someone from malaria, if you as a government have a very limited amount of resources, let's say you only have $10,000, do you, A, save one person from AIDS, or B, save 10 people from malaria. And what I really liked about it, just on an academic level, is that it's taking all the emotion and all the, the um, sort of fame out of the equation, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that, that AIDS is not a great cause, um, but what it's, its goal is to show people who are, have limited resources, who have a limited budget, who have limited time, which pound-for-pound pound activity in the marketing gamut is actually going to generate you the most bookings. And my goal is not for everyone who reads this to switch out everything that they're doing now for everything that is on this graph. What I am hoping is that you can realize that there's one or two items, um, a newsletter, for instance, that's very inexpensive to produce, it's very low cost to maintain, yet the amount of bookings that it generates according to a very large group of successful vacation rental owners and managers is very, very high. So that's a, that's a good little one. The newsletter is right in the middle there. Another one that fell in my sweet spot was phone calls, prioritizing phone calls. Mm -hmm. um, and I did a great interview with a guy named Justin DeBoom, who's like the best salesman that I know. And his number one tip is get every single guest on the phone. So is that designed for every owner? Probably not, but realizing how successful a lot of people are with it, I'm hoping that this little matrix is going to help a lot of people prioritize how they spend their time and money. That sounds really interesting. What about uh, now you, you've made a little shift recently, I noticed, on social. 
Yeah, on social. Yeah, tell me about that because yeah, you've not been a great fan of social over t- over time. So you know, not not that vocal on it. Um, almost like you've been sitting to one side, going, "I'll sit and watch this and see what happens." Yeah, I don't I don't claim to be the smartest guy in the room by any means. And as a an, a vacation owner manager myself, um, I just never had any success with it. I was never inspired by any campaigns. I, I did put forth the right effort, um, and maybe it wasn't directed in the right um, place, but I did try it myself, and I just never generated any direct bookings from it. So I kind of wrote it off, and I think like a lot of other owners and managers, you have a limited amount of resources, and if something is not way up there on that list, then I'm not going to divulge where social media fell on this, um, on this chart but I simply didn't have space for it in my prioritization wheelhouse. That being said, over the last two or three years, since I first wrote that post, um, social media for vacation rentals, no thank you. That was what the first post was called. Ever since, I've just been examining it more and more, and I kind of came to a slightly different conclusion, and that is that Social media provides a level of engagement, a level of relationship that you can hold with your former guest and ideally um, with new guests coming on that's intangible. It's simply not something that you can say, I spend X amount of money on social media and I produce X amount of bookings. It's not one of those clear factors like people like me love. But what I've realized is that it's that intangible relationship building that you really do need in one way or another, and social media may be that platform for you, it may not be, um, in order to foster and nurture uh, a a really good, loyal following for your vacation rental. So there's a great video in that post by uh, one of my absolute all-time favorite marketing gurus, and he's in a fancy boardroom, and and the executives are asking him, but what's what's the return on our investment for our Facebook spend? What's the return on the investment for our Twitter usage? And this guy got so frustrated that ultimately he said, what's the ROI on your mother? (laughs) And all of a sudden the room fell silent. And he said, that's what I thought. You can't put a a value. You can't put a number on when your mother saw you with the crazy, stupid haircut and said, you look beautiful. You can't put a number on how that impacted your success today, but it did. And that was kind of the changing point for, and the reason I wrote that post is because I don't think it's fair to say, don't do it. Um, I think a lot of people, as their vacation rental gets more and more, you know, as it expands, as their business grows, they're going to have more resources. They're going to have more employees. They're going to have more time to work on new, um, you know, new activities. And social media should be there. I mean, who, who am I to say that it doesn't fit in this industry, you know? But it's changed so dramatically anyway, since you wrote that first post. You know, yeah. I, I go back two or three years ago and, and really it was, it was there to shout out what you were doing, to tell people. Yeah, like I'm you know, eating a cheese sandwich. Yeah, but the, 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 the whole issue of engagement has, has changed and it's become, it's just, I mean, for me, it's just this massive networking resource. Yeah, if, I was, if, I, if someone paid me to convince them that they needed to be social media, using social media, I would say that you should be looking at it to to foster your former guests. Um, The ability to take a total stranger 
on social media and turn them into a guest seems like a stretch to me. But the ability to take someone who's just stayed at your rental and provide this new line of communication with them over the course of the next six or 12 months so that they're constantly seeing new things that are happening at your rental, new things that are happening around town. Um, this level of connection to me does have a, a, a more mm, a physical ROI, I guess you could say. That's where I would say to focus your attention on former guests. Um, but again, I'm just learning all this stuff too. And I just wanted to reinforce the fact that I don't claim to be um, the, the, the absolute expert. I'm just going along with the flow and doing as much resource, research as I possibly can. So talking about going with the flow, uh, you've moved your inner circle over from Facebook to a forum. Tell me you about it. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's only been in the last year that I've actually got into Facebook and I'm probably a member of, of a dozen different groups. And I, I really enjoyed that group. And it's just like, oh my God, he's moving. We're moving back to forum. <laughs> Yeah, and, I moved it, Heather. <laughs> and I've been, you know, but I was always this great advocate of laymyhat.com. You know, that's probably the longest running forum for owners, which is predominantly um, visited by UK European owners. And then, of course, there were the Yahoo groups that that were really started around, you know, the sort of the Christine Karpinski era, yeah. which, you know, my goodness, that's probably about 10 or 10 odd years ago that those started up and I don't even know if they're still going now. So how, how about the forum? Is it, is it still just going to be for your inner circle or are you going to open it up uh, on a, yeah. to a more public level? Yeah. So my, uh, my inner circle, and this is the first time I've ever actually said, said this out loud. So I may come across some revelations myself. <laughs> um, the inner circle is where um, folks finally step up and pay to access certain information that, is in my vault. And I started off the inner circle on Facebook just because it was an easy, um, common place for everyone to just jump in. What I very quickly realized, and I, I'm sure you saw some of the commentary in that, in, the, in that Facebook platform, is that Facebook controls everything. Facebook decides what ads your users see. Facebook decides which posts get prioritization over one another. And a really good analogy that can be drawn here is the big listing sites. When you're, when you're hosting your, the livelihood of your business on a third-party platform, you're in no position to complain or control. And that was something that I think resonated with a lot of the Inner Circle members already is that we want full control of our marketing. And so I decided to switch the platform to an entirely independent um, bit of technology that I researched for quite a while. It's being used by pretty much all the biggest marketing guys on the internet, this particular platform. Um, and of course, like switching any new to any new technology, there's going to be you know, hitches and there's going to be people who are frustrated. And frankly, I was very frustrated learning a lot of the, the little quirks of this new forum. But something very, very, very important is at the bottom of that decision. And that is that vacation rental owners, if they're choosing to go down the independent path, if they're choosing to relinquish their dependency on these larger listing sites, if they're choosing to be independent, that does not mean that they need to be going at it by themselves. Um, and I always saw this inner circle as a place where those folks could gather um, and share with one another their own experiences, where they're having success, where they're having challenges. 
And I wanted to be able to control that 100%. Um, and I think it was 100% the right decision. And I'm getting ready to open up access to the public. And when I say public, it's only going to be a, a accessible to people who are on my list. Um, so I'm not going to go start pasting this link just anywhere. Um, obviously, Heather, uh, I'd be happy to provide that link to you and your listeners as well, because the real goal here is to get the smartest, most proactive, and most generous owners and managers that we know all into one place so that we can provide tons of value for one another. So that's going to be a paid monthly fee. Um, and again, I'll provide the link for you so that your users can get in before anyone else, because again, I haven't even shared that link anywhere yet. Um, but I'm really excited to see where this goes, because I think for the first time, we're going to have a, a group that we can actually trust in and a group that's going to hold us each accountable for each of our individual um, goals. So I'm super excited about that. That's really getting started in the new year, but guessing you're going to publish that beforehand. I think we should take advantage of it. Yeah, well, it's, it sounds great because I know from from my experience in the Facebook group, and you you said general, you used the word generosity, and that is just that that's what embodied that group of people, generous in the information they shared, in the support they were providing, and and so quick too. Just somebody mm -hmm. has a, a a small issue, posts that question, and within minutes there was response from, from not one, but probably half a dozen people yeah. giving, just giving help, advice, recommendations, links, everything. And it, it, it just is, we are, we, we do seem to be a hugely generous and supportive community. Yeah. The, the way I look at the, the monetization, the price of admission is that when I was getting started, uh, when I came to a crossroads or when I didn't know which, you know, website builder to use, I would spend days researching online to try to find one that worked. And I would most often choose the wrong one, <laughs> always, and have to go through that whole learning process myself. And by the time, you know, a month, two months, six months was up, I was ready to go and try something new. I would have loved to have a resource like this when I was getting started because, as you see, someone can log on and say, does anyone know of a national institution that specializes in financing vacation rentals? And boom, someone says, I had an amazing experience with Wells Fargo. Here's my contact. Mm -hmm. Or if someone says, you know, I'm having trouble generating more bookings for my property. Here's my listing. What do you guys think? And boom, you have 15 high quality recommendations in 10 minutes. For me, the cost of those two to six months that I spent figuring out myself, the value of that on my business is enormous. So I think the price of admission is, is tiny compared to the amount of, of time that people will be saving with this new resource. And again, because people, like, because people are stepping up and to say this, this information is valuable to me, you get an extremely high quality level of user. And like you said, I'm fascinated with the generosity. And I myself have learned a ton just from owners and managers who are out there kicking butt. So I'm very excited. I'm almost as excited as, as you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just think it's going to be, it, it will be a, a great resource. Um, so we will, um, I'll, I'll put information on that, of course, on the show notes. So anybody can go to... Uh, the show notes and collect that information as you say matt uh, you're going to give me a link which would be wonderful yeah that'd be amazing thank you for that 
Um, so what's what else is going on with you? What else is going to go on next year in 2015? I got to I got the honor of speaking to ten vacation rental experts, and these are people who are a million times smarter than me. Um, I got to speak with Chip Conley, who's the the big shot now at Airbnb, who's directing their their concierge um, methodology. I got to speak with Ben Edwards. I got to speak with Dennis Shaw. I got to speak with all these like you know, celebrities in our industry and ask them what's coming in 2015. And that post is like going bonkers. Like everyone is reading the post. And I myself learned so much just from talking to those people. 2015, I think, is going to be crazy for the vacation rental industry. I think more than anything else, it's going to be the year where owners and managers that, that follow our work, Heather, are really going to be pressed to eat, to go one way or the or another. You're going to have to establish your own independent marketing portfolio and figure this out yourself, or you are going to stay tied to these larger ent- entities, which we all know are gigantic corporations. So I think 2015 is going to be fascinating for the vacation rental industry. I'm going to try to dedicate even more time with my blog towards that. I'm going to try to increase the amount of articles that I'm putting out and research that I'm doing just because I think it's a, it's a very special moment to be involved in this industry. It's very much, um, very much pioneering. Outside of my vacation rentals, I have my gang reintegration project, which has honestly um, taken over my life in a very, very inspiring way. Uh, for those who don't know, I have a nonprofit based here in Panama City that's aimed at inter- intervening in an active gang in the immediate neighborhood and then reintegrating them back into the community. And that's something that I had zero experience with. And that's something that just kind of popped up out of nowhere. And it has been the most challenging project that I have ever done outside of, you know, business. So that's kind of taken up the majority of my time. And every now and then I'll send updates to my inner circle group about little wins that I'm experiencing there. But that's kind of on a personal level. That's where I see the majority of my 2015 being focused. We now have a team from MIT that's helping us formalize and articulate everything that we've been experimenting with in this um, social development model. So that's kind of been a a really crazy new quote unquote hobby for me. Um, I put the link on pretty much every page of my vacation rental website, quite simply because it's now part of what we do. Um, so that has nothing to do with vacation rentals. It's probably totally irrelevant to most people, but that is where I see my 2015 going. Uh, I love it, and you know, I've I've been just inspired by by what you've been doing with the gang integration project. It I, I love watching the updates, and um, it it really is just inspiring, Matt. You've you've got so much energy. Well, I have to say, I I myself am inspired by them, and and what's actually really cool is that these gang leaders that we're working with, they're all, they've been gang leaders and they've created successful uh, followings for a reason. And what I'm starting to see, which is actually a little creepy, is that the factors that make these guys successful gang leaders um, are now starting to come out as successful business people. And I'm seeing a lot of similarities, you know, in in the leadership, in the charisma, in the ability to to sell stuff or help don't sell stuff. Um, there's a lot of similarities with all the, the, the business owners that I know as well. So that's been the most inspiring thing by far is seeing how 
these characteristics of entrepreneurialism are actually a commonality in everything that I'm doing. So maybe that's by chance. Maybe I'm just drawn to those things by some energy out there. But I'm thrilled with the project as well and can't wait to see what brings. Well, we'll be watching out for that in the, in the new year. Um, what else? What else? Did, anything else you want to share? Where are you going for Christmas? I am going to be here in Panama City for the holidays, and I am going to the Mayan Riviera, uh, Tulum, uh, which if you haven't been is absolutely gorgeous, in March with mm-hmm. my family. I had the pleasure of trying to find a vacation rental in that area, and that, um, that took me about nine days and about 1,500 emails, and I think I have less hair now than I did at the beginning. So <laughs> searching for a vacation rentals to stay is always a wonderful, um, humbling reminder of how far our, our industry has to go. Yeah, absolutely. You got a, a, no, no doubt there'll be a case study on that one too. <laughs> <laughs> there should be totally. Yeah. We, I mean, we do, we do this every year just, uh, you know, for, for our annual February trip out of the cold and, and it's, you're right. It's always an eye opener just to to go through the process and 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 realize that we actually still do have a long way to go. Yeah, just the consistency and we all know that there are owners and managers out there that are doing tremendous things, but for every one of them sometimes I feel like there's two uh owners who who have a long ways to go. Yeah. Too right. So, uh, so at the at the, at the upfront or front of this uh, this show, um, I'd mentioned to you an idea of um, perhaps in the new year doing something together once every every month or once every six weeks or so. I mean, I called it a mashup, but I I think the idea of of just getting together like this and having a chat and sharing what each one of us is doing and perhaps ex, ex, um, perhaps touching on some of the things that are happening in the industry at the time. That, uh, that I think our listeners are really going to enjoy that. So you're up for that? Absolutely. I said it would, if nothing else, a, a wonderful excuse to talk to you. And you, the queen of podcasts, have the absolute best way of turning these kind of conversations into consumable content. So I say we put the ball in your court and let you share this with everyone that you can just because I think it's an amazing platform and I don't think I will ever become good at it like you have so well well thank you for that you know we 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 all find our niche i guess and you know i am finding that uh, that the the podcasting is is not quite taking over but every other day i get i could do a podcast on this (laughs) you know i could start another one so so we'll we'll see we'll see what happens i think i i think i emailed you with a question and your response with regards to this call was would you like to do a podcast on that (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely I yeah. love it. Well, you know, it's getting. I mean, we're up around. I don't know, fifty thousand downloads now, and that um, is insane. Yeah, and and it. I don't know. It's flattering. I think that when I when I go out for a run, or if I'm going, you know, I've taken the dog for a walk, I've always got somebody in my ear for for the thirty forty minutes of that, and I and then I think, oh my goodness, somebody's doing the same with me in their ear. Or you. I do the exact or, same thing. Yeah. I listen to podcasts all the time. Have you been following Serial? Oh, my gosh. My parents <laughs> live in Baltimore. Oh my I God. went to the Best Buy. Ah. I've been, I I've went been... to the Best Buy to check it out. I needed to see if there was a payphone there or not. And, and could you get into that car park with everybody else that's, that's driving there and driving through Leakin Park? And 
it, it is insane. And for those who don't know it, Serial has been a podcast that has just broken every record that ever existed and revolutionized the way people listen to, to stories. Um, it's just it's insane. And if I'm not mistaken, Heather, today is the last episode. It is the last episode. And and in fact, I saw a stat today and it, it came from a UK newspaper. And, and it's probably, and I think I've seen it in Huffington Post too, that, that episode one of Serial is the most downloaded podcast episode ever. That's so crazy. And, I, and, and, and frankly, I listen to NPR all the time. Frankly, This American Life is really Serial but just shorter. You know, they do individual stories and they're all fascinating. So when I heard the first serial episode, I was like, okay, this is just going to be another thing. But apparently it has managed to connect with this crazy large demographic. And I mean, I'm as fascinated to hear this last episode as I'm sure everyone else is. Well, I think what it has done, it's just opened up the um, the whole arena for podcasters. And, you know, I, I've, I'm in a lot of podcasting groups and you see so many more coming on who've, who've been listening to things like, you know, that they've been perhaps following this American life and have come across serial and now see that, that actually it's okay. You can get into this yourself, but it's also showing how professional podcasting podcasts are becoming too. Totally. Those things are, and that serial episodes are a great example. They're, they're done so well. And the storytelling, which I think is something all vacation rental owners and managers could take away is spectacular. I mean, you are so engrossed and I have to ask you, Heather, who do you think, who do you think killed? Hey, you know, at the moment I'm, I'm veering towards Jay. Yeah. Jay is a little bit sketchy. Mm hmm. If anybody out there hasn't hasn't listened to Serial yet, you've got to get in there and do that because for, for anything for anything to take me away in an episode off vacation rentals, it's got to be something monumental. <laughs> Definitely link to Serial below this, huh? Yeah, I, I wonder. I just wonder how many vacation rental properties there are in Baltimore that are suddenly <laughs> seeing an upswing in bookings as people serial come. Tourism. Yeah, Serial tourism, absolutely. Anyhow, Matt, it's uh. This, this has been great. And I think this, you know, just, just chatting like this makes me feel that, you know, this is something we really should do much more often. So uh, we'll be in touch. And I think um, for my listeners out there, you're going to be hearing more of Matt and I just uh, shooting the breeze and um, covering what's, what's hot in the vacation rental market. I'm excited, Heather. I yep. love chatting with you. <laughs> Okay. Many thanks, Matt. Have a fabulous Christmas. Enjoy Panama. Enjoy the sunshine. And and I'll talk to you again in the new year. Very well. Nice speaking with you as well. Great, great, great. I love that. Um, Yeah, really looking forward to 2015 and starting out a regular slot with Matt. I think it's going to be quite exciting. I'd love to hear from you as to what, you know, what do you want us to talk about? What, what would you like to hear? Um, can be anything, everything. And I'll tell you what would be really neat if you could give us your questions, send, uh, send any questions that you'd like for myself or for Matt to answer. And you can send it directly to my email address at heather at cottageblogger.com. And, uh, and we'll answer the question on the show. So that sounds like 
a great idea to me. Hope it does to you. And I, you know, far away. Send us your questions and we will answer them as best we can. So I will be putting links to everything that uh, that Matt mentioned uh, on the show in the show notes. There will be links to his new forum and and of course link a link to the post that he's done looking for a new as he calls it victim for his new makeover. So if you haven't yet gone and sent in your tip to Matt and put yourself in that pool for a the Vacation Rental Marketing Makeover 2015, then do so now. And and just like Amy, when uh, when she when Amy Fermani uh, finished that makeover, or when when Matt and his team finished the makeover, I did the interview with Amy. Well, of course, at the end of this new round of Vacation Rental Marketing Makeover, I will be interviewing um, the 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 makeover victim. Lovely. So. As ever, if you liked this show and would like to give me a review, uh, five stars would be lovely. Just go to the link that Mike leaves at the end of the show notes. Click on that, take you to iTunes and leave me a review. I really appreciate it. And as ever, love to hear your comments. Really would. So uh, that's it. That's it. In this episode is being broadcast on Christmas Eve 2014. And and we are all excited. I've got two tinies in the house, a nine-month-old who really doesn't know anything about what's going on. But the uh, the two-and-a-half-year-old is beginning to get an inkling, particularly as the elf on the shelf has been following her every step of her waking day from the la- for the last month. She's been pretty good, actually. We shall see what happens. We shall see what happens on Christmas Day. So there will be another another episode um, broadcast this year. Mike and I will be doing our end of year review and look forward to 2015, which we broadcast on uh, New Year's Eve. So thank you again for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure being with you and I'll be with you again very soon. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business. Oh, 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 oh,